Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome. Uh, it's funny. My uh, The people who know me ha- have some very strong reactions to Flashdance. Uh, you know, like I said, a lot of you guys text me um, and it cracks me up. You know, of course, the guys were like, we love Flashdance, but I'm pretty sure it's just because of Jennifer Beals. <laughs> and to be honest, that's why I loved it, too. You know, I mean, for different reasons. Um, but, you know, she was the girl, you know, you wanted to be, you know, cute, fun, super talented, um, hardworking. I mean, but the premise of this girl being a welder and a dancer is pretty preposterous and goofy. And uh, I forgot to mention how much I hate the scene where he takes her for a walk on a railroad track and she's got on red high heels. I mean, this is just thank God Jennifer Beals has gone on to do some pretty cool projects. I haven't followed her career that closely, but I do know that she's gone on to, you know, some better reviews than the ones she got basically for being a super cute girl in Flashdance. Um, I read a lot of reviews and I posted one on uh, madlovepodcast.com on, in the blog section. Um, and just to give you some perspective of how, much older he was than she is, um, I put their present day pictures up there so you can see there's a a real contrast. Um, And uh, yeah, it's nice to know that uh, people (laughs) feel so passionately about the important topics. Uh, And yeah, just cinematically, Flashdance is not the one. And uh, I, I do believe Joe Esterhaus wrote that. Because um, he went on to do, um, you know, Showgirls and Basic Instinct. That was his writing style. You know, I think he's Hungarian. He just had a really uh, great run there in the 80s. And uh, it, it was not exactly feminist or feministic or female empowerment type stuff. You know, Showgirls is ludicrous. I mean, but I love it. I I have to watch some of Showgirls. I was in L.A. when it came out, and uh, I remember the reviews were scathing. And, you know, Elizabeth Berkley, who had been on Saved by the Bell, I remember uh, I was in, like, Jerry's Famous Deli uh, in Coldwater Canyon, and uh, or on Coldwater Canyon. I can't remember if it's in or on. But she walked in and, dude, she was so humble because apparently during filming, she was pretty much arrogant and awful. And man, the reviews came out. People hated it. And she walked into Jerry's Famous Deli like she wasn't famous at all. It was fascinating. Um, Yeah, I have weird little things that I remember. (laughs) And that was one of them. Uh, So, yeah, but I don't know. Flashdance. Yeah. Don't watch it. I mean, watch it if you want, but yikes. I mean, it really just was the beginning of probably what what was the signature of the 80s, which is, you know, um, everybody before that was super sensitive about labels and brands and don't sell out. And the 80s came in and it just became... Uh, Buy a BMW if you can afford it, <laughs> even if you can't. Wear labels on everything, you know. Don't don't yeah, put labels on your put a 
put a man's name on the butt of your jeans, you know, where it was just a an excessive decade and people flaunted their wealth. And in this instance, it was like just, you know, all all flash, if you will, and very little substance. Uh, clearly, Diet Pepsi had a big um, uh, pay for play in there. Like they obviously got some sort of deal to show her drinking Pepsi after a super tough workout. Um, I don't know. It's just it was a very different decade. Let's put it that way. Um, in the 90s sort of were similar, but things had started to take a turn because, you know, the drugs, the drug war, uh, so many things had gotten a, a lot heavier in the in the early 90s, um, as opposed to the early 80s when that was filmed. It's just a unique thing. It's fun to be alive this long. You get to see things. My dad used to say that all the time. He'd be like, just keep living. Because I'd make observations like this when I was like nine. <laughs> and he'd be like, keep living. So, uh, yeah, that's what I've done. So on a much more serious note, that Chauvin trial wraps up. Uh, you know, they're the, it's, to, at the, it's with the jury now. I don't know. I'm sleepy. I'm so sorry. It's with the jury now. And, um, you know, I believe he should be found guilty. And I definitely don't want to be anywhere around anything if he's found not guilty because it, there's there's just absolutely no excuse for that so I'm just hoping that we finally see what should be real justice in this instance because you know you watch that whole video it's just like damn this is awful and for for some checks or something like you know a well, no, what was it? Not him. He wasn't the check. It was a, a counterfeit bill or something, you know, and it's a good teaching example because, you know, not only if you're a police officer, but in your life, there are opportunities where you can de-escalate situations. And depending on who you are, you know, and, and how you perceive yourself. I mean, this guy was just showing off. That's what it felt like to me. And uh, he was emboldened by the fact that people were horrified by what he was doing to the man. You know, that's awful. And again, to me, all these cases are different. You can't look at them all the same. Uh, You just can't. It would be irresponsible to do that. Um, But this one, to me, is pretty clear cut what needs to be done. And I hope they do it. Uh, What else is going on? I don't know. I just feel like I feel like things are transitioning for me personally in a very powerful way. And I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I've put a lot of things in place and a lot of things are in motion and I'm getting closer to some of the things that I want to do. And I am super excited about that. I thank everybody for listening to this podcast. All the feedback that I get is it's been really, really great. You know, um, I just used to sit here and do these podcasts. I was never sure if anybody was listening. And over time, I just got a little bit more, um, you know, excited and focused on what I was doing. I take it seriously. I take it as a a responsibility. I don't want to put anything out there that's harming people. Um, I believe I try to be a person of nutritional value. And I hope the podcast is also and reflects my value system. Um, Because, you know, I get it. We live in a time now where 
you can look, you can throw a rock and hit somebody who has no integrity. I mean, and people aren't big on accountability. Um, people aren't really big on the truth. Um, you know, I don't, I don't understand it. I am not like that. Uh, I try to own my behavior and there's certainly been times when, you know, certainly growing up, you make stories up just to see if you could get away with stuff or, you know, your mom, you want to get in trouble. And I'm no angel. Everybody's done certain things, but when it's time to be a grown up, I feel like I've always delivered, you know, when it's time to be responsible and, and accountable, uh, I deliver, you know, and I'm, I'm big on accountability and we've watched, you know, a president not have any accountability for anything for four years. We've watched people, you know, probably in your life who won't take accountability for anything. You know, they're, nothing's their fault. No, they didn't do anything. They're the victim. And I think, you know, if we're to move forward as a society, you know, people like Derek Chauvin can't say they're the victim. You can't play that card. You're not the victim. The victim's the victim. And in some of these cases, it's not as clear cut. Some of these cases, the police may look wrong to an average citizen, but they're not. It's reasonable. This is unreasonable, you know, and I think we've seen a lot of unreasonable behavior lately. You know, I think the last 20 years have been defined by unreasonable behaviors. <laughs> and I just think as a as a society, as a country, we have to tackle it as um you know, a society, we need to tackle it, but also community by community. You know, we're not holding each other to any kind of standard. And just because something benefits you personally, that doesn't make it right. You know, you look at all the people you can think of who are like, well, everybody else is doing it. I've had so many conversations where people are like, well, these white folks have been doing it for years. And I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? That doesn't have anything to do with you doing wrong. So if you see, because you think they've been racist towards you, that you can now go steal because that makes perfect sense. You know, it's like that's called resentment and petty. It doesn't make you better. Two wrongs don't make you right. Makes you dead ass wrong, too. So I don't know. I think if you were a cultural historian, you'd be writing your ass off right about now. <laughs> like you have a vault of really amazing material. Um, but as just a, it's just a citizen, it's, it's tough, you know, it's tough to, to look at some of this stuff. Um, but lucky for me, I'm a writer. So all of it, uh, I count it all joy cause I can use it and, uh, yeah, we're getting close. So I'm excited about that. Uh, I feel like I'm close to at least being able to do an initial project that I've, I've poured, you know, the last three or four years of myself into, and I'm excited about it. And hopefully we'll be able to talk about it soon. All right, fam, be well, have a great day, be safe, be smart, make good choices. COVID is still around. The vaccine, it seems to be working. Um, but you know, this is a virus, so it's hard to predict, predict my mind. My tongue is not awake. Sorry, y'all. It's hard to predict what it's going to do. So don't presume to know anything. Just be smart. Wash your hands. Stay distant. I'm telling you, I was talking to a neighbor the other day and he was spitting and shit. And I was like, I am so glad I am six feet. 
I had my mask on. He didn't have a mask on. I'm like, I'm glad I'm backed up and masked up because this dude, you know, that's a COVID carrier. You know, he don't believe in the virus. And, you know, I haven't seen him wear a mask this whole time. So it is what it is. Uh, you know, you got to protect yourself, though. I'm not going to I'm not going to come this far and get COVID from the neighbor. All right. Be well. And yeah. Happy Tuesday. Be your best.
never want you 